Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show Hearts Club podcast. This episode was recorded while my podcast was still called GSOH. Don't be confused, you're in the right place. How many bars have you got on your phone now? How many bars? How many bars of signal strength have None you got? None, I've got it now? on airplane mode. So there's just a small uh, a graphic of a tiny little airplane. Why? Well done. You've, I was going to say that the village that my dad was from, which is called Waterville in County Kerry, um, had a, a, one more bar than you've got now. So I've got the most bars. So how many has he got? He's got, what, five? The most plus one. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dickhead. Hey, by the way, guys, um, I'm allowed to call Mark a dickhead because he... Rather like uh, other people that you've met so far, such as Matthew Morgan and Alistair Griggs, is a good pal of mine who also yeah. works in the comedy industry and who pretty much from the first conversation we ever had was massively over-familiar and sarcastic. And <laughs> I just immediately didn't take to him. But somehow we we are sort of in a habit of... we check in, I think we check in on each other almost like... You're supposed to with your brother, even though you'd rather not. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to with my brother. I haven't spoken to him for ten years. Oh, God, we're not starting on this. Do you have to bring <laughs> bring your family fucking squabbles into every conversation we oh, have? Well, I'm still affected by it. You know? And you're all right mentioning that, are you? You've, you've, you've mentioned it now. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him for ten years. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. He won't hear this, will he? He's unlikely... He's unlikely to hear this. I just to so. say, Why are you doing if, an Irish accent? I'm not. He just went. He's unlikely. Yeah, to hear he's this. unlikely. <laughs> yeah, it's grand. Fucking right. No, that's Northern Irish, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard to. I've, I've been put off doing Irish by my Irish mate Connor, who is a director that I'm working with. Uh, I've known him for years and years, and I always think my accents are all right. But whenever I do Irish to him, he just. Assures me that it's absolutely pathetic. Like he, he wants to strangle you. But it, yeah, he does. But it also feels a little bit like he's just having a little bit of a sense of humour bypass. We can all laugh. Yeah, we can all laugh. But like my morphies, you know, I'm not bitter. Uh, yeah, that's 
Yeah. That was pretty good. You know what you should call this podcast? It's not really... A, is it a podcast? I don't know. Well, what isn't it if it isn't a podcast? Well, I don't... It's really difficult to tell Apart from days, just a phone it? call. <laughs> it's sort of the same thing, isn't it? Phone calls and podcasts. It's it an is, elaborate postcard. It is a podcast on Patreon called GSOH. And Oh, yeah, no, I knew that. Well, yeah. So why did I you ask? Um, well, I was thinking um, you should call it um, Nico mentions the names of better people. Well, yeah, we'll be doing more of that later in the show. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. um, just to reassure the listeners, it won't always be this this level of guest. Uh, it's early days. Uh, I've got some feelers out there. I've got some emails that I've sent out that look like they haven't been read yet. We're this just going to have. I sent to you we're like just two have days to... ago. I said you, you've got to get if you want people to buy into this, you've got to get better people than me. Don't be like that. What this is is well, you're just trying to get me to butter you up. And, no, and to do that, that, but to do that, I have to like shower you with compliments. But here's the here's the, the news. News just in. I can't <laughs> think of any. Oh, that's nice. I can think of something. You've nice got a nice kitchen. You. I have, haven't I? You've sat in it. I've sat in your kitchen. We went for and a little walk. Didn't like it around your way, did I? Whoa. Hey. Mark lives. I won't. I won't disclose the location, but Mark lives in an area that. Maybe you should describe it. What what what's what's the vibe round you round your way, which is about half an hour from where I live? Beautiful English countryside, which has been sullied by um, what, an RAF base. Yeah, which has been compromised okay. by a very heavy presence of <laughs> the, the, the the people in uniforms. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not the, the, the working people in uniform. When we went for a walk around your way, the thing that creeped oh. me out was a sort of abandoned military village vibe. Oh, okay. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. Like there's I, I was do, like I, I walk was, past it every day. Yeah, and, and you don't even see it as a thing because it's totally your jam to be to be around that kind of environment. Like, like it some now. sort of abandoned war child. <laughs> You're just I like, like yeah, it. welcome, welcome to my manor. Um, what should we do? Uh, should we go in one of these empty houses, or should we just go back home to my house because that's all there is here, where, where you can sit and look disappointed in my kitchen and <laughs> and say more than once, aren't there any biscuits? <laughs> and there wasn't any biscuits, but what there was was fruit, fruit infused oat cakes. Which, yeah. quite honestly, I made a big fuss about that I was going to leave and go and get some, which I haven't done. But you've just reminded me that that is, from a nutrition point of view, that's a biscuit game changer, isn't it? It's slow burn energy, so slow release rather. You know, so um, get your oat cakes, let them let them take you, let them lead you by the hand through a day. Will that make my growing hormonal man breast bigger or smaller? Slow release energy. Um, I'd be surprised if it didn't. If it didn't, what? I mean, I asked you two things. You got to choose one of them. That's oh how God, sorry. That's how, I got, I, that's how questions work. What didn't happen there is I didn't get distracted by a WhatsApp message. This is just disgusting. I can't believe that this is how entertain. What passes for entertainment? Well, we were supposed to do this last week, but you cried off. Why was that? Because I don't know. You'd hurt yourself or something. I had a very you serious. Felt poorly. I'm really sorry for having a proper swig then, but I think we all 
have established by now that this isn't that professional. I sit here in my tiny little um, Smurf house with the front door open. You it can get tiny. car noise. You can get c cats coming in. You can get sort of clinking of glasses. But it's all part of the mystique. So don't worry about that. Mm. But yeah, basically, um, I did a very light bit of exercise with some mm. resistance bands. And because my um, posture is sort of like I'm sort of like bent over like a sort of old man, basically I pinched a nerve in my neck <clears throat> and I did my puberty wobble then. Did you hear that? I did, I did. See, I that's all part of the hormonal tit thing that's going on. That's been looked into as we speak. I literally had you a blood, blood test today. But yeah, I, I basically pinched my nerves in my neck and it hurt more than when I broke my arm for longer because you're not on like morphine. And so I basically had six nights of being awake all night, not being able to lie down because it hurt so much. And I, I ended up feeling like I was delirious. Like, um, you ever seen the film Lock Up with Sylvester no, Stallone? I'm not interested. <laughs> See that again? That's not the sort of phrase that, that garners sort of audio energy. Not interested. <laughs> not interested. Yeah, right. Absolutely well, anyway, not that's, interested. That's my lock-up anecdote wrapped, oh, it's really wrapped good. up for the year. Oh, it's brilliant. So um, what's going on? So you've got a boob. What's going on? Oh, right. Yeah, well, the the, uh, the pat most of the patrons that are um, honouring me with their patronage so far are aware, yeah. because we talked about it on Matt Morgan's podcast, that I found a oh, lump yeah. in my left nipple. And obviously, oh. anyone finding a lump anywhere um, is going to go, oh, hang on a minute, that could be a bit worrying. So I went to get it checked out. You literally get sent to the breast screening clinic, which, even though that's completely uh, appropriate, it also feels a little bit of a kick in the nuts, because it's like, yeah, just go and get in the in the breast queue, will you? And you're like, come on. You'd probably prefer a kick in the nuts, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I mean, probably would, yeah. At least, least, least then you'd be a man. Yeah. I didn't mean that, by the way. That was just a cheap, it's all right. cheap attempt to Don't humor. listen. Let's one, there's one thing you should know in this space. Yeah. Although I am actually a bleeding heart liberal, I'm also a very tired, disgruntled old man who's been a liberal all his life. Oh, I and, know that. And um, coming from over from Matt's podcast, uh, there's a much more sort of resigned attitude to just saying whatever you want. I mean, obviously, within reason. I won't support any awful views but you don't need to check yourself for saying the wrong thing okay you, that's cool well, not, can i gonna, say then there's no straight off the bat, mm. that i don't like you and i never have and all of this stuff about your oh. i mean I, you know what is going to happen with any, these tests you're having done yeah they get they get they're going to get to the bottom of it and what they're going to discover is that what's wrong with nico is basically <laughs> attention seeking <laughs> yeah can you what does that look like under a microscope it looks like you doing sort of boo-hoo hand movements. Little emojis. Under your, under, under, <laughs> under your stupid eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, there is something every week at the moment. It does look like I am uh, an old lady who's trying to get their neighbour to come round more. Oh, God. You mean health-wise? Yeah. I'm, I'm, All I'm sorts going on. How, how's your health? Oh. So, I, I mean, I touch wood. I think it's okay, but I, I mean, I honestly worry 
on a daily basis, I'm looking up different symptoms. So I had this thing a few weeks ago where I noticed a crease on my earlobe. Mm-hmm. I thought, that's interesting. I'll, a crease. I'll Google that. A crease, yeah. So a little kind of crease. And that that set, set off some alarm bells, did it? Well, apparently that oh, means no, that's I've heart got, disease. I've got folded ear. Heart oh, disease. Heart disease. Oh, yeah, good. look it yeah. up. It's called something like Arthur's crease or something. Well, I love you. Like, look it up. Heart disease. That's a real thing. It's like, yeah, I've heard of heart disease. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, how is a crease in your ear a symptom of heart disease? This has sort of turned into like Doctor Philip on this morning. <laughs> well, I was going to tell you next about my um, my underneath. Oh, yeah, go on. You're allowed to. Well, I mean, I've I've had, you know, kind of. Um, Little protrusions for a while now. What like sp- spikes, spines? Hemorrhoids. What in the undercarriage? Oh, the oh, God Almighty! Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty common. I can yeah. hear, I can hear, I can hear the sort of terse nodding of a million men all over the country. Not that there's that many listeners, but even so, just so about, I, whenever a friends. man says hemorrhoids, men everywhere go. Oh yeah, and they shift slightly in their seat, even if they're not, you know, even if they're not kind of nursing, nursing a, a, it is. It's a, a little a, gaggle of them at that moment. Yeah, it's a little. My friend, bum memory, isn't it? My friend, whose name I, I won't mention, a really good friend of mine. We, we, he's a couple of years older than me, so we're both sort of mid forties, much like yourself. All right. And um, we, whenever we get together, we have a little sort of men's health moment. Mm. Um, you know, it's important, isn't it? To, to uh, yeah, through. boring. Well, he's but his is his always go much further and oh. deeper and darker than anything. So he said. <laughs> so he said um, last time we were talking about it. He goes, "Do you ever like when you like when you come? Oh, right. do you, is, is yours ever like a, a bit of a funny colour? Oh dear, said, not." Not really. I sort said, mainly... what is yours? He said, he said, yeah, yeah, it is. And I said, oh, what's the what, funniest what colour? Go on. Well, what colour is it? Uh, you know, expecting him to say yellow or maybe pink. You know, there might be a little urethral <laughs> blood going on, you know. Yeah. It, it, it just went black. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> black jizz. That's, <clears throat> that's oil, isn't it? I'm no doctor. That's but... crude oil. <laughs> There's money in that. Imagine if he discovered that he had oil in his balls. Oh my God, I've got oil in my balls. And Daniel Day-Lewis going mad up around it. Yeah, all that <laughs> shit, man. Um, yeah. So why, why, I just need to go back a bit. What's uh, so uh, extreme about this bloke's bum onions? <laughs> why do they, what does he, you know? Oh, it just has a lot of them. And, and they, why, though? Have you, ever is... had, have you ever had the bleeding from them? Not not in a big way, you know, like we've all had a little... By the way, I'll have to say, I sort of apologise for this, for anyone who's not into this kind I of think. scatological thing. But then saying that, as I've, I'll keep saying this all the time, I'm sort of mentioning him too much. Well, Matt Morgan. <laughs> How did you guess? Well, you haven't mentioned him for almost four seconds. <laughs> like, he is, by his own admission, a bit of a hypochondriac and... There are some quite frank discussions that go on regularly about all sorts. And also, he's just a dirty bastard. So uh, <laughs> keep going, but we will, I promise everyone, we'll get away, we'll from, we'll get away from Mark's anus as soon as we can. Well, it, <laughs> but go well, on. It, it just, you, you, if you've ever had bleeding from the, from the hemorrhoids, you know, mm. you, 
and you don't know what it is, you mm. can get a shock, you know, when you yeah, look yeah. into the into the bowl after a movement. Oh, so, so reassuring like and such a lovely aid. image. <laughs> this is just fucking flat cherry aid. <laughs> yeah. This, I've waited yeah. two weeks for this conversation. <laughs> I know, it wasn't worth it, was it? Not really. I've got... I've got. I don't see. I haven't seen anyone for about a year because I've just been here in this room. Just been at home myself. thinking about your bum hole. Yeah. I used it, to work with a bloke. Looking at it. Used to work with a bloke, right? Um, who no, had some. He had some time off to have some piles frozen off. Is what they do, Ooh. basically. Yep. And he said. When he woke up, he, he knew he felt odd, but like, you know, obviously any operation, you, or someone's, whatever, something's been trimmed, something's been sewn up, and then it's all a bit numb because you're on an- anaesthetic. Mm-hmm. And as he came to, the, he, there was someone unraveling bandages out of his arsehole like a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> and there was fucking miles of it. There was, basically, there Heavy was like a... to one side. Yeah, there was like a grapefruit-sized ball of bandage up his arsehole. So, two, what I also two hope can play at this there. game, Mark. Two can play at this game. Trying I to come on hope, here being a shock jock, talking about bum grapes. I also hope that there was a, a BBC orchestra there playing an orchestral <laughs> version of. Imagine if he'd have woken up after his operation, and it's like he went right, when he went to for the for the you know. To, to, to sort of tell the doctor, this is strange because it says doctors, but it's, this this plaque seems like it's only just been screwed onto the door. And I'm sure <laughs> they used to be. I'm sure this used to be that magician's office. Oh no 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 no! This is definitely definitely the doctor. That magician's so, office. Yeah. So um, so where's the operation? Oh yeah, just come back to the office. We've had, we've got our own surgery. Oh, what what's what's that big sort of cupboard there with no back? Oh no, don't don't worry about that. It's definitely not. Is this not where the, the great the great um, surpriseo lives? Bad, no, no, bad. no, no, anyone... nothing like that. So he has his operation, and he wakes up right, and he's on the stage at the Royal Variety Command performance, having bandages <laughs> pulled out of his arsehole. I just want to interrogate how everyone knows. Sorry, everyone knows that this place is a magician's office. I, if I'm well honest, known? there was a bit of artistic license in that bit there. You haven't thought I, it through. I you? didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I've not done all that much fucking research on this one, Mark. I thought I'd just <laughs> fucking go with it, and maybe you could just go along with it. First rule of improv, mate: don't be a cunt. Oh, <laughs> don't be such much. a don't be such a cunt. I'm, I call I'm all my guests cunts. Fit. I'm looking for quick fit. Oh, it's just over there by the magician's office. <laughs> Probably below it. You know what magicians are like. Yeah, always above things. Actually, while we're on magicians, let's let's move yeah. it on. Now we're nice, safely away from our souls. Cherry aid. Oh, honestly, you know, you keep making me go back there. This is just going to get awkward. No, magicians, right? I'm just going to ask yeah. you straight out. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I love them. Do you? Yeah, I used to have Paul Daniel's magic set as a kid. <laughs> And um, I still actually do own some magic tricks um, that I used to do at my kids' parties. Oh, God, how embarrassing for them. How old are they now? 13 and 15. I haven't done it for And both of years. them are? 
very damaged hermits basically hermits now because damaged hermits, because daddy yeah. did bad magic in front of yeah. all their friends wonder what they, they... Don't call me daddy they just scream <laughs> what would i i would see me coming near did you actually do that in front of like did you dress up please say you didn't dress up i didn't dress up. i mean i Inputs. did used to because i was 20 years ago i was briefly a children's entertainer i was briefly magic I was briefly, yeah, I was briefly an illusion. Um, I, I did used to. I used to wear some red tartan trousers that I bought in the mid nineties when they were quite the thing. Absolutely. And uh, I bought them and then never wore them because you know I looked like a wanker in them. Uh, but then I wore them when I was a children's entertainer. Because you needed to look like a wanker for that job. It's like, yeah, hey, you have to stick out. Um, <laughs> Right, hang on a minute, this is a busy room. Which one's the wanker? Oh, there he is. There he is. Ici le wanker. Ici le wanker? Uh, Who is le wanker? It's French. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The thing I'm thinking about is the person designing and making the tartan trousers as a business decision, going, okay, the funds are low. I'm sensing a gap in the market for um, we are I did not want to have to do this but I think maybe we should make the wanker trousers for the magicians and the punks because they are the only two the only two people who are wearing I don't know why this design is French or well they all are aren't they They invented it could be Belgian which is you being racist I think more likely Belgian that sounds like a uh, a game show from the mid nineties. You've been racist. <laughs> You've been racist. Is it Belgian or is it French? <laughs> Let's count down from ten. The dies, neuf, huit, whatever it is for seven. Siesta. You've been racist. You're with your like your pan-European. You've been racist, like going for gold. That'll be it. Um. Well, we've got we've we've backed ourselves into quite the corner here, and I, it really doesn't matter enough that we need to try and somehow salvage this. Just think of it as a very small fire that we should now stamp out and then yeah. start talking about something else. Well, I'm fascinated by um, old television formats, um, and you know, I could although you've been racist, obviously wouldn't exist. It's probably not a million miles away from something that has been considered. Well, it wouldn't have even got on. Like, I mean, look, obviously we're in the middle of a climate at the moment where, quite rightly, the lingering, stinking presence of really ugly racism that isn't going away is being roundly discussed. But being discussed in a way that it didn't used to get discussed because it used to just be on the telly, right? So, like, right through this sort of, like, as we've seen with shows like I Love the 70s or whatever it was called or That Was the 70s and all them sort of things... Mm. You know, you see stuff on the telly that was just like, whoa, you know, really, really inappropriate. But um, hey, kind of mind, um, uh, love thy neighbour and yeah, all that, right? Mind your language, all and of like those Barrymore things. doing his like Chinese dance or whatever, right? Um, but what you wouldn't have got at the time was someone saying, "Hey, why don't we do? Why don't we? What you've got an idea for a format?" What it is, is you've been racist. And you're like, well, who'd be interested in that? So what? Channel 5. I mean, well, we're going back before Channel 5. 
okay. Channel 5 launched yeah. launched with the, basically on the back of the Spice Girls. That was like, bang, what a year. Channel 5 and the Spice Girls. Uh, which one of them still going after it got the piss taken out of it so much? It's Channel 5. Unlucky, ladies. Mark, um, what, I mean, what's the status here? You do, how do you describe it? You've got a production company, or you, you are, you are partners in a. I don't, I don't even want to put a mouth on it because I don't know. A mouth on it. Like what is it? Like you, you what? are, you are. Why have we gone all serious now? Because I just don't know how to say that you've got a production company. It just sounds a bit well, stupid. I have got, I've got a, well, have I have you though? Got a production company. Have yeah. you though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, because everyone everyone, everyone knows that as you know you're a, you're a comedy man and and uh, I will have by the way I will have told everyone who you are before the bit where we're talking <laughs> so will you? everyone I will have read out your CV that won't have taken long <laughs> <laughs> jealous but uh, yeah all right but um yeah you've got a production company and every production yes. company could do with a banker right like a fucking money making format do you ever think fuck you should really spend some time trying to crack that one and get like a sort of long-running daytime quiz show format going because that is where the gold is like people like you know like richard osman who thought up pointless and i'm pretty sure yeah. there was already endemol had already you know and, and, and zeptron and all them sort of companies they've always got like some of them earners on the boil and that's what pays they for have. you to then be able to develop things like comedies and little cheeky films and all the rest of it so like what is this like career chat well it can be if you want I feel like you're just a asking. CV doctor or something you're a very defensive man aren't you Mark what's that about I'm not I'm not defensive I'm just tired say a format um okay um what's your dream format that you'd think of and then bingo would be I did my puberty wobble again. Bingo! You did, didn't you? Yeah. My son takes um, the piss out of me for it all the time. Um, dogs make the funniest doctors. <laughs> dogs make the funniest surgical mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> what would be cats? What would be the best one for cats? I like cats at the moment. Um, cats make the worst policemen. <laughs> cat swap. <laughs> cat swap. <laughs> Fucking hell. You, you, you swap a cat with someone else who's got a cat and you watch them both go missing. <laughs> what, about, what about this? Parrots make the most sarcastic therapists. Yeah. That'd work, wouldn't it? Prefer well, cat swap. Yeah, well, basically, uh, they're just. Uh, I've never really known who I am. Never really known who I am. What a wanker! <laughs> oh, he said, "What a wanker!" Again. Who's a boring cunt then? <laughs> Eighty quid an hour. <laughs> Saw you coming. I'm trying to think of That's more, more than sarcastic. That. Parrots make the most aggressive therapists. <laughs> That's what that would be. I'm just trying to think of. Um... Want to do one for a horse? Want to do one for a horse? Let's. I think we should. What we should say is we can't think of one for a horse unless you do. At the moment, it feels like you're not going to. <laughs> but we could say, hey, listeners, because this is the fun part of Patreon is you get a bit of a, a laugh having a conversation in the comments after it goes up. 
do you... ideas for horse based formats. Oh, okay, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Hunting that that's sort of um, isn't it weird? With... It's so not probably because there's just bigger animals with and goldfish. more guns. Hunting with goldfish. What? Yeah. How would that work? I'm just I'm on formats again. Well, obviously, you'd have to hunt. All hunt. right, a goldfish. You have to hunt stuff in the tank. A goldfish quiz show. A goldfish memory. Oh, how would this work? How can you? How can we shoehorn the the comedy classics of goldfishes and is it goldfishes or goldfish? What's the plural? Goldfish and their memories into a very hilarious joke that we make like as soon as possible, please, because this isn't very. And it's good. called. Called Tell Me What I Just Said. <laughs> and I'm trying to think who would. Yeah, what um, did I just say? Post it. What, what I know, I, I know what said? it is. I know what it is. Basically, what it is is so, like, you know, like goldfish are often in twos in a bowl. Basically, the goldfish who are in pairs in their bowls are the contestants. <laughs> right? So they sort of have been in a bowl together. It's like Mr. and Mrs., but it's called Mr. and Mrs. Goldfish. <laughs> what? So what? So, but the, the owner, you—if you own two goldfish, you'd basically bring them on, and I might be going right. Well, I'll bring my goldfish on, and then it's basically out, like like with a pet show, you know, who out yeah. of us two? Oh, they can't speak. They can't speak, can they? They can nod towards things if it's multiple choice. Also, I suppose put you'd an have to a make, and a B under respective bridges. You'd have to make it tank. physical, wouldn't you? So it's like. Right, so the more times each person's goldfish goes through the hoop and then eats a flake. <laughs> I've got to be honest, as a viewer, I'm already switching over here. I'd be glued to it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's got Netflix written all over it. I would binge that. Like or like one of the sort of deeper kind of channels, like, you know, like where you can look at like fireplaces and stuff like that. I watch, um, I watch, um, I can't remember its real name. It, I call it Stuff From Up There. Oh no, Aerial America. Do you ever watch this? Um, Aerial America. What is that? A TV channel? It's a drone going over bits of America, going. But it, on a channel. Yeah. Oh, that's good. This, well, can you? This is America. Can you? Can you let us know wh- where is that? Is that on Freeview? Yeah, it's or on one it of the lesser-known channels. Deep Sky. I tell you, who used to be very good at. Um, bringing those kind of places to a, to attention. Did you ever hear Robert Popper doing Robin Cooper phoning yeah. up some of the yeah. sort of all-night kind of strange American religious channels and pretending... And the Time Waster Diaries. Exactly. Well. If you've never read the Time Waster Diaries by Robin... by Well, by Robin Cooper, who is Robert Popper of um, Look Around You fame and of Friday Night Dinner fame. He wrote that. Uh, it's probably one of the funniest comedy books ever. The first time I actually saw um, what he'd done. It is, because I've read your book. There was, there was, all right now, come on. No, sorry, carry on. There used used to be a magazine called Jack years ago. Didn't last very long, but it was kind of like the Thinking Man's magazine, just by dint of it being slightly smaller than a magazine. But they they, they sort of serialised some of his correspondences just as he was bringing the book out, and fuck me, was that funny. I used to read it to my kid in bed, and he used to shitting wet himself. Shitting wet himself? Not wetting shit himself, he just used to laugh a lot. Oh, 
it's funny that so yeah time wasters letters if you've never read it go and read it very funny but yeah that uh, what we were saying is deep deep in the bowels of television when when do you do this by the way because for me it's when i realize that i am overwhelming myself trying to find something to watch and oh i long i long for having four channels again I would be so much happier if there were four channels and no on-demand stuff. What about four channels, but you can keep all the bullshit weird stuff for just marvelling at when you're bored? I don't think I. I don't think I want it. Really, I like. I quite like it being there because it. It just. It's a good reminder that this little bubble you live in that is your world and that is. You know, like especially when you work, you work in television. It's like. You think, God, you, you spend your life trying to make things happen, and then you you suddenly go up, go up, press a few buttons on your remote, and you're like, these people have got a TV channel. How the fuck has that happened? And it's just sort of like some sort of bloke who's made a church out of like cardboard and mice <laughs> and mice, mice, mouse church TV, and it's our fifteenth year of being on air, and you're like. Uh, I've just been trying to get a sitcom made. How have you ended up making a whole TV channel with its own phone-in and all the rest of it out of... It's coming across as really bitter now. Sorry, I don't want to... last thing I want to do is, you know... There is a certain amount of bitterness against television. Pour water on you. I'm just... I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Are you not bitter about television? Um, I'm not at the moment because I've got a new show, but um, I will shit. be at some point. <laughs> Sounds shit. Sounds shit. Yeah. Brilliant. Sounds yeah. shit. No one's going to watch that. What's it called? The Marcus Stupid Show. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, that 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 is bitterness coming out. I and I now realise you're a guest, and I should be being nicer to you than that. I don't feel. Do like you want to guest. talk about your new show? Because obviously, you know, to some degree, people are vaguely interested in what people are up to. Um. Um. Yeah. I'd like you to. I'd like you to tell us. What you're writing at the moment? I'm writing my first drama series. Boring. Go on. <laughs> Move on. No jokes in that. Sounds crap. Carry on. There are some jokes in it, actually. So it shows what you know. Um, what? I don't know what to say. Well, it's called Tell Me Everything. It's going to be on ITV2, and um, it's a coming-of-age drama. What age? Um, your, your mum's age. <laughs> No, so seriously, 100. what age? Um, what, what do you mean? How old are the people coming of age? Yeah. Sort of 16, 17? Yeah, classic. Seen that done before, but carry on. I know, sorry, because I know you haven't come of age yet, so obviously you can't well, I'm, relate I'm to I'm growing it. one tit, so yeah. there's still hope. Un, uni tit, una tit, una tit. I'm having a, semi, uh, a middle-aged semi-puberty. That's nice. But go on, sorry, I'm I'm pissing all over your thing. But and, and no, I, that's, I, I mean that's all there is to say at the moment. You no, know, but, can't, um, can't, well, no spoilers, guys. But uh, you've got to say well, something that makes us want to watch it. Coming of age, um, tell me everything. Well, it's not out until next year. I'll say something nearer the time. Well, tell me every like everything ever. Tell me, hey, tell me everything. Oh God! All right. Well, um, the the, the world's made up of particles. Um, at the beginning, uh, like, what does it mean? What do you mean? Tell me everything. It's just some words, isn't it? Oh, you're being elusive now. I'm not. I don't, I don't know what you want you've, to say. It's you've laid on the carpet in front of me and show me all your nipples going. All right, it's well, set Can we now. mention my telly show? I didn't say that at all. I didn't say that at all. You're twisting it's set the words. Now. 
What, like, it's set now. now. Right now. Or now. Yeah. Or now. 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 So it's live. Now. And what you're saying is it's live. Is this yeah. it? Yeah. Are we in it? But it's based on my teenage years, even though it's set now. Imagine that. Okay, so semi-serious questions coming up. Yeah. How is it feeling literally going back and dramatising things that, you know, obviously live in our heads for very many years and you have, you know, it's obviously your perspective of certain moments and then you've Mm -hmm. got to write it, but you've got to write it, feel it, process it, but also I'm imagining have some sort of awareness that it also has to sort of read as if it's not just from your point of view, it's kind of a, here it is from a few points of view. Is that is that something you've been struggling with or wrestling with? Not really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd let you go off on that. Yeah, yeah, no, very nicely give played. Give you nothing. Pat. Very nicely played. You're like, Meg very... Ryan, you're like Meg Ryan on Aspel. You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are. Um, it's it's very cathartic, really. You know, which is nice. Oh, sorry, I dropped a little thing. Oh, are you, do you get emotional writing stuff. stuff that is deep, I, deep done. in there? Yeah, I have done. Yeah. And I don't yeah, necessarily now, mean... because I'm hard. What, you've got a hard on? <laughs> what now? No, of spirit. You mean you've hardened... Oh, that's that's interesting because I, I understand why you would need to <laughs> you do don't that. Sound interested? Well, you know, I've got to keep, just keep talking for a bit, haven't I? Oh, I just like let's trying to just fucking get through this. Ring a let's brand new cloth out. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, seen no action. It's uh, seen I no can action. Just, I can just hear all the listeners just rooting for me, going, "Oh God, keep going! Come on, mate, you'll get something God. in a minute." Do what you can. Do what no, you can um, with this. Seriously, though, um, I don't think you'll use this episode. I think you'll move on. I will. No, I will, because any opportunity to make you look bad. Oh, thank you. You're all right. No, but Do you gen- know what I realised oh, earlier? Come on. I realised that, unlike everyone else I know who I communicate with regularly, you're mm-hmm. the only person that sends me nudes. That's That sounds worse than maybe it is, does it? Do you want to know how many? Look, hold on. Um, what? You've got, you've not got them. What? They're not all like on the mantelpiece. <laughs> when you yes. say when you say nudes, I, I mean, mean we're not send... talking gynecological, are we? No, I mean you send me a lot of you send me. A I lot send of you what I send you is unflat. I love sending to certain people unflattering, unflattering kind of boob slash sort of <laughs> fat belly kind of double chinny kind of like get the phone down there and point it upwards or a bit of like horrible pink leg <laughs> I, I, there's no there's no um, rectal slash penile is there counting them I don't even are you just this year so far you've sent me 14 <laughs> I'm just looking at them as well Oh God! And it goes back. Oh, that's a good year. one. There's, All right. That, of, oh, okay. God, All right. So there's a really good one on the 19th of June of this year, which oh, is some creasing. That's the riskiest one. It basically oh, shit, it yeah. looks like it looks like it looks like it sort of looks like Moby Dick has run aground. And what it is is it's my thigh. In case you haven't worked this out, 
my thigh next to my tummy and just the very beginning of a crease of upper groin. And so hold on, is that is that your belly button? No, sort of no, flattened out into a no. That's a, that, that's what's good about it is you don't know what bit of my body that is. I'm gonna oh, put. Like I'm gonna make. On it. I'm gonna make this pitch. I'm gonna put this picture up with this episode. Oh God, it's so revolting. It's really awful, isn't it? I screamed. It actually, I fucking your screamed laughing taking that. But I've also taken. To, I have been taking quite a lot of the the uh, the big tit drugs. I've been taking lots of pictures of the big tit. Oh, is that what you said? Is that what I'm looking at on the fifth of May? This year? <laughs> Look at the size of your nipple. Yeah, well, it, but it's all—it's angles as well, isn't it? You know, that's, that's the whole like thing. Like a saucer. Yeah, no. Yeah, that it's is like a saucer. Here's what else did I send you a lot of pictures I'm of sorry, before the before the, the nudity started? But hold on, the nipple is in no way central. Oh, well, who has a central nipple exactly? Well, yeah, but I sorry, I mean within the areoli. Is that what it's called? And you've got a crease mm. across your nipple. I mean, it basically looks like a not very a, a non countersunk screw, slot headed screw. I think when my nipples are drooping, it always reminds me of Which you know, like always. if you look at a stormtrooper's helmet front on, and there's them two bits on the side that are like the little black bits that are, that are in the little white curved bit. I always look. I stare at my naked body in the mirror, and I go, <laughs> "You look like a molten stormtrooper." You just look like a sex pest. Oh, don't start this because it's actually become a bit too much of a theme. Oh, really? Because um, you're not. I, I know told. You're not. I told Mark. Well, I don't think you are. No, I'm not. If if anything, I should be more of one because then I might have some. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. My Awful. um, my friend oh, Michelle. Oh shit. shit! Can you hear that? Yeah. Seriously Christ. unprofesh. What did you hear that? Was that your doorbell, or are you? Are you? Is that like the the alarm when someone comes into the news agents that you run? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Are you wearing? Yeah. Are you wearing? Are you holding a really crap coffee and wearing um, a gilet right now? While you're selling sweets and fireworks to kids, yes. My right as, as we're um, insulting my body, I, I my mate Michelle gets some of the most horrible pictures as well, and she <laughs> described me last night as a collapsed meringue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? To which I said, like a piping bag full of pork ice cream. That's nice. I could yeah, just carry on reading messages out from Michelle, but I think I'm going to get slowly. Michelle on. Michelle doesn't work in comedy, but she's very funny. Properly, and I do, a, and I'm not. A dyed-in-the-wool League of Gentlemen fan who speaks like Bernard Manning a bit too much, but she's got some very interesting... She's a brilliant electronic musician and is doing some very interesting music projects with a poet, and I think she'd be great to get on, so she's going to be on. Please, everyone, don't give up. Don't give up. It won't always be like this. <laughs> I, well, she sounds like the best person ever. Well oh, done. Don't start with all the being jealous, because you know, you know I'm a people pleaser, don't you? Mm. You know that. Yeah, don't know that. So what was the other thing? During during the most um, depressing bit of lockdown where it got really bleak and dark and we were all just on our own so much in the winter. And oh, I was, shit. Sorry, oh, it's honestly. happening again. Sorry. Is this is this your magic coming back? No. Mark, are you doing a trick? Oh, a dove's just come out of your mouth. That's amazing. Uh, 
Sorry, during during the dance. That's Mark O'Sullivan's mouth dove. Is is I was just gonna, do you know what I was gonna say? Uh, then it's I realized just, just, it's it just shit. shit a golden egg. He's eighty percent Irish. What's that you've got in your mouth, little fella? A four-leaf clover? What's what's that you've got in, in your mouth? The carcass of an animal? Yeah. The carcass of four animals? The what? Four. And... Right, so listen. Um, <laughs> when I was going for my walk, when I discovered um, Amped Hill Great Park. Oh, yes. Which is a wonderful yes. place to go for a walk. Very scenic. It got me out of the rut of being stuck in lockdown. Weirdly, even though my body still looks horrible, I the whole reason I started doing the walks is so I didn't look like that anymore. So I started walking around that. And then every time there's a beautiful view, but then there's this really ugly industrial sort of sort of building-y area in the distance that fucking ruins the view. And every day I stopped and I looked at it and I took a picture of that and I sent it to you, didn't I? You did, yeah. What was it? And we, found, and we discovered what it was. What was it? Some kind of waste incinerator. Stuart B. Recycling. Yeah, that's it. Not a great, I, not I a great story, is it? Because I made you go to Stuart B. one day, didn't I? Tell, I got tell, really excited about Stuart B. Say about Stuart B. You said, you said to me there's a place, because yeah. I've basically moved out a little bit out of my comfort zone in some more sort of villagey, remotey kind of areas, and and I'm and I'm saying, yeah, where I live, there is definitely uh, a f uh, an element that uh, is going to take a bit of getting used to because it's very, very parochial and local and whatever. And he said, yeah, well, wait till you see Stuart B. I need to take you to Stuart I B. Think, I didn't say it like that. You did. You fucking did. You did. Prove you it. Prove I did. You can't. You haven't got a lift to stand on. Um, I'm gonna, it's pretty I, likely that you, this is if a you, If you carry on down this path, I'm going to ruin you. Why have you gone all like. Why have you gone all Juliani about Stuart B? It's all right. Don't, don't Are you scared of being. that they're going to get you? Look, the thing is, I'm from Welling Garden City. And when you're from Welling Garden City, you get excited about planned communities. <laughs> Stuart B. <laughs> Stuart B is such a community. A planned community, and it's like a little mini version of Wellingarn City. And I realise now that to someone not from Wellingarn City, from somewhere nowhere near as good as Wellingarn City, I'm so sorry, my son. Will you be quiet? That is, we're not editing, editing this out. I think we um, the, everything we needed to know is right <laughs> there in that little moment where I would that if that would have been me, just so everyone knows, I would have gone, "Oh, my sweet boy, listen, darling." Daddy can't talk to you right now, but whatever it is that's concerning you means a hell of a lot to me, and I'm going to come up and make sure that you're seen and heard as soon as I'm done with this. And, and you wow. wonder why he's like he is. <laughs> oh, because basically, you'd, so Stuart B, for someone like me, Stuart B's exciting. For someone not as good as me, it wouldn't be as exciting. For someone not as good as you, like, give me an example of someone who's not as good as you, he said, walking into mm. your fist. <laughs> Let's think now. Hmm, let's think. No, do you know what? I'm not going. I'm not going to. You're basically shitting it from slagging Stuart B off. 
even though sleep. even though you specifically said, oh, oh mate, I've got to take you to Stuartby. Oh god, we're going to walk around it, and then you're just going to look at me and go, God, where are we? You were so right to bring me here, so that I Do felt you know what? odd. I've, I've yet to go anywhere with you that you don't moan about. You uh, moan about where I live. All right, name all the places Stuart that we've people. name them all the places that we've been together. Do you remember when I took you for lunch in St Albans? You moaned about that. Do you remember when we met in Hitchin? When I lived in Hitchin, no, that was rubbish for a coffee. You moaned about that. That was bloody stupid. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. do you remember when we went to the screening of Morgana's thing that we'd both written on? Yeah, well, we well, that you to... didn't invite me to that. I was there because I was the best one. Herman, yeah, but I, we went to Herman's German together. You mean about again? That. No, what happened is you went to Herman's German with Miles, your sometime comedy husband person, and I walked in there after the event thinking I just need a little bit of peace. And, oh, for fuck's sake, those two cunts are here. And then you were like, hey, hi, yeah, we should totally uh, all work together. One day I'd love to take you to Stuart B. Uh, 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 sorry, who are you again? And you were like, we're, we're two of the guys. We we wrote some of uh, some of the filler stuff on that programme that we just all watched. And But great we, speech, man. We wrote man. the bits that people generally <laughs> agree were the best bits. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Where were you? I finished now, really. I was just trying to be, oh, okay. trying yeah. to be horrible. Okay, okay let's, let's, just, just... let's just wrap up Stuart B, right? Stuart Clearly, B is, yeah. is a funny little villagey little nooky town sort of n- nooky, not nooky, not like um, nooky bear. Yeah, not like a sex town with um, <laughs> a sex town. <laughs> you know. Welcome to Stuart B, Bedfordshire's premier sex town, where bonking never ceases. No, um, it's just a really odd layout, isn't it? It feels like it feels like a town in a film, like Back to the Future, that's been sort of built. Yeah. Just to, yeah anyway, exactly. That's why you see. Look, you, you're talking about it now, and you'll get you're you're getting yourself enthused. I'm I can not. Hear it I'm in not. Your not voice. I felt I felt haunted when I walked around Stuartby with you, and you, well, when you I got home, I had to. Me. You went by yourself. That just oh, shows you how weird you are. That I felt like you were with me. I walked around Stuart B on my own, and and like par- like the fil- like the animation Paranorman, I could feel your sort of sallow, ghostly presence as I walked around it. Awful. I could feel you dragging the atmosphere. Let's go back a step. Quagmire. Yeah. Let's go back a step um, to do some sort of comedy showing off. Oh. What was the show that we both worked on where we met that you just mentioned where you did some good stuff? Uh, Morgana Robinson's The Agency. The Agency. Uh, that was a BBC Two production in which Morgana Robinson played, well, all the brilliant impressions. She did all the brilliant impressions Danny she Dyer, can do. But it was it was with the framing device of like a talent agency with all these people going yes. to it. And yeah, she did. What did you do? We did her Lumleys. Oh, they were good, mate. Thank you. Morgana you does do? Morgana does an absolute Morgana Robinson does a, an out of this world Joanna Lumley. Well, and it's if better I'm not, than Joanna Lumley these days. And and if I'm not mistaken, the conceit of your sketches, if that's not that is the right word, isn't it? The sort of the concept mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. was that she was doing like her travel type shows, but she was li- like basically reviewing Premier Inn's travel lodges and being all mystical and she, yeah. um 
verbose about them, right? That was very she funny. She went to a travel lodge in Potter's Bar <laughs> yeah, and basically, cut, because the idea was that the budget had been slashed on all their ITV <laughs> yeah. um, travelogues. What was it? And they said, you can still do it, but you just can't go anywhere as... Um, as um, exotic, so but but no one told her that. That's brilliant. So she, she was going around, you know, this travel lodge in, in awe and wonder at all the things that she saw. Are any? She of... thought that the maid. She thought that the maid pushing the trolley with all the clean towels and linen and little yeah, soaps yeah. and shampoo. Yeah, yeah. She thought she was like a, a wandering salesperson <laughs> selling her wares. It was it was really yeah. beautiful. To... Like she was in a foreign market in a distant yeah. land. Very funny. Is any of it on YouTube? I've not actually yeah, seen. Actually. I'm sure Just some of look. it must be. I'm going to look because they're, they're, you know, like Morgana is so talented, and she always she she's had a, quite a few sort of bits and pieces of a series uh, where, where she's had a few sort of starts of series. Series um, is, she's is been a little bit unlucky not getting certain things recommissioned. Quite honestly, because she she's fucking she? brilliant. But but she, she it's always high quality. She did the Morgana show, then she did very important people, which is where I first met Matt, which was impressions based. Who's, which Matt's that? Matt Morgan. Matt uh, Matt better than you, Morgan. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And um, my intended my my first love of podcast, and then yeah the agency, and then. Because I, I, the one of the bits I did on the agency, because I always did on, which I also did on very important people, was her Natalie Cassidy. Oh, I love which, her Natalie Cassidy. Which she is fucking good at. And and then Natalie Cassidy started following me on Twitter because yes. of that, even though I didn't write it. Well, actually, she also quite early on when when Morgs first did Nat, Natalie Cassidy on very important people. I was on. I, I was bothering with Twitter then. I don't. I don't like Twitter now, so I don't go on it. But she basically, when Morgana first started doing Natalie Cassidy, Natalie Cassidy saw it, thought it was really funny, and maybe I'd mentioned it, or maybe Morgs had mentioned it, and she then followed me as well. And then she messaged me going, "Oh, I love it. Love to do something together." And I felt really weird because obviously we were doing, we were doing an impression of her. And the, the, we weren't particularly being horrible to any individuals, but no. the, the idea of the show was very important people, VIP. It was kind of tongue-in-cheek, like, these people aren't important. Someone making a reality TV show yeah. and they're just opening their cupboards and feeding the kids. You know, like, we were basically trying to give give uh, celebrity culture a little bit of a kick in. But she was right on board with it, very generously, to be fair. And um, she then did... She actually appeared in a VT on Big Brother or Celeb Big Brother or whatever she was on, doing the catchphrase that we did on the show. And it was like, whoa. What am I like? What am I like? <laughs> no, it was, was doing, it? no, it was, hey, um, was it? doing this now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I Hello. I'm oh, Natalie Cassidy. Doing this now. I'm doing putting the now. bins out mm. or whatever, right? Oh, so yeah. she got right on board with that and joined in, which made us feel nice, to be fair. You'd, you'd rather that than find out that, there's been a Craig Daviding, <laughs> like yeah. what happened with Lee Francis and Craig, De- Craig yeah. David, right? Nice one. Right, so back on in three, two, one. Love it when you clap. 
See, the thing is, I'm going to edit out the clap, so now you're just talking No, about... there you are, but I'm just saying I love it when you clap. <laughs> I love it when I you do. clap. I love it when your little cheeks <laughs> clap together, when you run, yeah. or when, when, when your thighs slap together, when I'm spinning. I love it when folds of your <laughs> bloated torso yeah. slap together yeah. like like a like a stadium full of excited fans. Yeah, I love it when, when you're brushing your teeth your bollocks slap against your legs and yeah. it sounds like Spanish music. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not the like first this. person to say that my scrotum... That's you brushing your teeth. Sounds like the Gypsy Kings. What's that? Is that... Um... That's really good. Is that's that the... that's Gypsy King. Is that the... Is that, is that the Gypsy Kings next door? No, I think it's Marco Sullivan's balls slapping his legs when he brushes his teeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clever, oh, no, no, he? No, no, hang that, on. He should go on that Britain's Got Talent. They're looking out the window. No, sorry, got it wrong. It is the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> there's <laughs> their <laughs> tour bus. Look. <laughs> they, they do an annual tour of Bedfordshire villages. <laughs> I wish I knew more of the words. I really love, I fucking love flamenco. When you say more of the words, I mean, I don't think you did any actual I words. I did some words there. Peter yeah, Miller. I, think... I don't know what it means. Peter now. Miller. I, I was going to say. Is that Peter Miller? <laughs> Peter Miller. <laughs> the Peter regional Miller manager works of in accounts. <laughs> yeah, he Peter Miller. Regional manager of PetSmart, Peter Miller. <laughs> he lives outside Edgebaston. <laughs> his balls are slapping his legs. <laughs> wow. wow. That's the stuff. That's the stuff, Mark, that people come here for. Comes out oh, of nowhere. God. Before you know it, we've gone from you brushing your teeth to a regional manager of PetSmart. Who has inspired and, a flamenco worldwide hit? And the joke's entirely on your audience because I don't even brush my teeth. <laughs> hey, oh, worst teeth God. in showbiz. That's what that's what you're known, isn't it? You, they call yeah. your mouth the cheese counter, don't they? They they it just looks, no. It just looks like your your mouth looks like the <laughs> the history of cheese. Do you know what they call your mouth? Yeah. Nothing. They call it nothing because no one knows anything about it. Okay, that's, uh, that's you, when you when you want to be horrible, you can really go there, can't you? I can turn it on, can't I? You yeah. really can, and it's funny because when I first said, "Hey, GSOH, this is what it's all about," and everyone sort of said, "Look, just calm down and just talk to your friends who are funny," but I yeah. but at least a bit of it has to be. What is going on with dynamics, and why do you have certain in jokes with friends, and blah blah blah? And with me and you, there is, it is, it's heavy piss taking. But say, for example, with Miles, who is your other sort of your comedy bloke, um, yes. that's obviously much more just really grim, piss taking, and bullying, and just awful sort of bottom of the, you know, putrid. But we told you. We told you about a game we played. Oh, yeah. We? Tell, please, please tell all. Tell, tell me, listeners. So, Miles and Sam and I and a few others who were all involved with Lee and Dean. We, Bingo Productions. We to, yeah, thank you. We used to play a game called Bring Me Down. And 
the <laughs> the aim of Bring Me Down is really simple game, but you have to know the other people quite well. Mm -hmm. um, you have to try and alter their mood in a bad way mm -hmm. with as few words as possible. Awful. Um, Awful. And I mean, the the ideal scenario is you do it in one word, and um, and you what you what you need to do is you really need to tap into the most painful darkest unhappiest experiences that that person has, has had. and then exploit and, uh, it with one word just to make them feel awful but one word and then we used to play another version called bring me up where after a round of bring me down we'd try and alter the other person's mood in a positive way but it never caught on it ne but also i reckon it doesn't work as well i think it's easy to go no, remember that and it's like i mean can God. i say do you want a quick go now i know we don't know each other as well right. as as um, maybe Miles and I know each other, but we know each other quite well, don't we? Yes. Should we? Should we have a game? I'm frightened, but yeah, let's go for it. Who goes first? Um, do you want to? Why don't you go first? And and we have to be really honest about you know if it has altered our mood. The thing is, is I've got loads of them with two words, but it's just whether you can get... You can do a two-word one. It's just that, that if I then do a one-word one, I've won the round. Well, I so reckon you've got me. loads of one-words that that are, will destroy me. Oh, sorry. Just, that's my uh, motive. I mean, the thing is, I, do, I have played this with you before, and there's all the basics, like dead mum and all that sort of stuff, but we've... Yeah. We have done that to death. <laughs> we've done that to <laughs> Literally. death. Literally. <laughs> we... There's a sign of where our friendship's at, isn't it? That we can just jauntily mention dead relatives. So, I think oh, that's quite a I telling thing. One with you. Wait a minute, that isn't my, my get. That isn't my go. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going over that old classic again. It doesn't affect you at all. I'm no, going to say. Hey. I'm going to say. I'm just going to say one word. Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> that's me being mean. And, men and mentioning that the name doesn't... of Miles Chapman. All um, that, all Mark that is Miles Chapman's long-suffering comedy husband, as anyone will know that's in a creative partnership. <sighs> we have our good getting, times and our bad times, get on each but we tits. love each other. Yeah, we're, so we're just trying to, trying, to, trying to get your foot in the door in front of me and get through it before I... <laughs> Do you want me to say something else? Do you want me to edit that bit out? Not, no, not really. I don't think I should. Did it work? Just... How are you feeling? No, if anything, it raised my mood. Bullshit. It a smile to my Bullshit. face. Bullshit. <laughs> all right then, here we go. I'm gonna. I'm, what, let me have one more go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. There's. Um, it doesn't matter that. Don't. Don't worry that there's silence because I'll just add like tension music or something. Okay. okay. There is. There is a way of doing this. Um, okay. No, I've got one word. Notes. And by okay, that, that's re good. yeah, um, listeners. Yeah, that's what I mean. Really what I mean by that is Mark has been trying to trying to write his his big drama that he he won't stop going on about, and that's obviously a very hard thing to do, especially when you're writing on your own suddenly, having thought yourself better than the guy you used to work with and gone off like fuck you, I'm going to do this grown up thing now because I'm so much better than everyone else, and then you try and write it and and you send it in, and all these grown ups who are used to you know, proper dramas are reading this thing, thinking, "Is this has this got mixed up with something from from the kids' channel?" Because this just reads like an episode of Biker Grove. 
who's written this? As, as this, is this written by a bot? Oh no, we're going to have to give the writer some notes, which is basically everyone telling you what's wrong with your script. And my god, <laughs> my god, is it a, a tough thing to have to go through? So that's what notes. I've done are. a year of it now. Yeah, I've done a year of it, and I've, I reckon I've had sort of ten pages of notes per draft once or twice a week for a year now. It is the albatross that follows every writer, isn't it? Is that the right word? An yeah. albatross. Notes Probably. are the sort of spectre that, that you know, the shadow that follows you around, saying, "You think you know what you want to write, but all these other people with salaries disagree." That's it. And um, by the way, you're the stupidest person in any room. Yeah, all these people have Can... got pedigree. You're just a person typing in a conservatory. Not anymore. Really? What I smashed it up? Yeah. Because you're writing In so a rage. bad. Right, come on, it's my turn. Right. Um, oh, God. I, okay. I, I did have two. I'm not going to do the first one because it's yeah, too don't. bad. Okay, well, I'm going to do this one. No. Taking all my good ones. I'm uh, going to actually right, be okay. honest and say Mark just said one and I'm not even putting it on. <laughs> But can you? All right, but, but can you tell everyone what it did to your mood? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. It made me feel. It slowed me down. <laughs> shall we say it made me go? That was unfair. Why it's did like that... having all of your chakras punched why, at once. Why did isn't that it? happen? It made my tummy want to go on holiday. <laughs> Right, let me see if I can just do one more. Let me see if I can do one more quick. Okay, let's see if I can do one. Okay. Oh no, I can't even do that one. I can't do yours because you've your life is so tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's all just too close to the bone, right? Like anywhere I go, you know, it's going to involve the police Mm. or. Some kind of lawsuit, or yeah. you know, just it's going to be everywhere I get. I can't do it for. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't come up with one. There. Even if I give you two words. What if? What you give me two words for you? Well, can you not think of one because it's one word, or it's just like everything you know about me that you wish you didn't is so yeah. bad that you know that we can't. Everywhere talk about I it. go, I just think people will get hurt by this. Well, this is making me feel quite bad. <laughs> the thing is, of, it uh, won't just take you down; it will take other people down, and they're, sort of, they're yeah, the is, innocent this is victims. Great. In this. this has really worked. <laughs> I am now feeling, I'm now feeling like my life is a sort of a become a no go area, like where the police can't go because a drug gang controls it. Yeah, it's it's the Stuart B. Massive. You could have just said yes. Stuart B. Actually. Oh, we could. All right, Stuart B. Yeah, that's worked. Do you remember that night not long ago when you made me drive you to Amptill and take you to a restaurant and I left you there? Oh, you cunt. You did, didn't you? You were like, yeah, yeah, yeah I've got, I, I've kind of got time. Oh, yeah, come on, we'll go and have a couple of pints. We sat and had a drink and you, you had that look on your face where basically your legs were like twitching, waiting to go home. 
And I was like, maybe yeah. we could have one more. Uh, I could sort of like, you could you could buy a half and I could watch you drink the first sip of it. Oh, yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for being my friend during this 40 minutes that you've got spare. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, did you literally come in a restaurant with me and leave? No, I took you to the restaurant door. Oh, you door. walked me to a restaurant door. That's, and then, oh, that this this would have done. This is this is. I mean, quite there, there's present. another way of telling this story, which is that we were supposed to go out mm. uh, for a drink, and what actually happened is you wanted to eat, I couldn't, so you made me drive you somewhere really nice so that you could go somewhere nice to eat. But you could have come in and. So actually, I'm the victim. All right, you're the victim. The victim of yeah. your own personality, by the sound of it. Yeah, I think we should just remember what happened moments ago. Um, can I say something more pleasant to you? Yes, please. What have we been planning to do for ages? Kissing? The kissing? <laughs> <laughs> the secret kissing? <laughs> the secret kissing. The not, the not tell the wife else. kissing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you call it? What? Salty cuddles. <laughs> Which I didn't know what you meant at first. And I was like, oh, right, right, right. Never hugs. Never hugs. Shush hugs. Uh, Shushy hugs. <laughs> seek. No, God, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> um, no, we. I'm going to take you on one of my long walks. You are, aren't you? That's not a euphemism. It's not. It's just, just a fact. Yep. Um, yes. We. I'm a bit. I was a bit scared, but I reckon I'd be all right because I've. I've quite often at the moment. I've been going on up to. Maybe seven miles. I've done a few, like over over a few hours. I've done seven miles. I could easily do a ten. You reckon? I could easily do a ten, but you're saying because you've got some like kick-ass kind of uh, walking boots that you wanted to try out, and you've got a yeah. twenty miler in. In I mean, I think I think I'd be all right to be fair. You know, I mean, you make a day of it. Exactly, and we have little stops along the way. I've got this little route planned out. I bet you have. And we, is there any grids? Is there grids that you've got an Allen key for? Yeah. There you go. Come here. I just want to show you something. And you take off this thing. You lift up this thing that's hidden under the leaves. And then we go down the ladders. And there's yeah. there's like people down there that have gone sort of blue grey that you've been keeping and feeding with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And those are the people typing, come up with story ideas for your stupid drama. Yeah. Where are we going to walk? What is what's what what, what kind of Probably area? Not there, what part of the country? That what part? Of I the think country? we're going to because we are both in the foothills of the Chilterns. Sounds we? doesn't that sound lovely? Yeah, it's pretty gorgeous, isn't it? It I, is. There's some big the, skies around here. The context in which I mention where I live, um, in in podcast world, is like my my lovely little cute house is my little universe, and I love it. And I have been slightly rinsing the village Facebook page for amusing content um, with all the sort of strange things that get left outside people's houses and all that. But I have to I say, that. it's the most beautiful place I've ever lived. It's the it's the place. It's the only place I've ever lived where, within two minutes of leaving my front door, I can be staring in wonder at a view and start to feel like all of the kind of fucking beautiful energy of nature just starts pouring into me and I feel very tranquil and I feel a little bit like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. There's just this peaceful thing going on and you can walk for miles um, well, around some here. Some of us can. Well, yeah. 
well, I can walk for less miles than you. But wouldn't it be amazing if you set off from your house and I set off from my house and we met in the middle and touched each other's faces? Wouldn't that be sweet? I think we could do that. I know exactly where we'd meet as well. Really? It would be one of my high points. Yeah. So you're, my, what, like, about 15 miles from me? No. Do, do you know what? I'm going to tell you. Hold on. I'm going to tell you exactly yeah. how far. As the crow flies, right, I get excited by maps. And I don't see I the point of as the crow flies. It's how, how, That's only useful for crows, surely. How far is it as the crow flies? Right, well, guess how far guess? away from me you are. I'm, I've, 11 I've got... miles. No, eight. this is going to be like guessing my DNA, isn't it? Yeah, boring. Um, you are 8.6 miles from me. Right, well, what we I'll do, speak. well done. I'll put a great big exciting sound effect next to that, shall I? And everyone can punch the air. Ah, so that means midway between us. This is exciting. Bottom midway clay. between us is no, no, just um, Hexton. And there's a really nice little pub there. You're now making arrangements with me on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's lovely, and I think we should do that. But one of the ideas that we've had, have we not, is. Because we walk and we talk, and that's when we do our best talking, and although we do take the piss out of each other, we go deep, baby. We went we, really deep on that last walk, Yeah, didn't we? We, we have remember? some really good chats that are more in the sort of, um, you know, it's a very big thing at the moment about men opening up, talking about feelings, dealing with things like depression, um, and just problems, and perspective, and uh, and in sort of like... Uh, philosophies and all that. That made me sound really clever, didn't it? Sort of like philosophies and that, you know. And Matt, Matt's pretty deep as well. I think you'd really like oh, Matt. Oh, God, you'd... I'm so over Did this. Did I mention Matt before? Matt Morgan? Yeah. No, but you really would. And this is this is uh, part of this little universe and some of the feedback I get from people is that people, re- men especially, really appreciate hearing blokes go there a bit. So when we were last what, on... Barton a... Leclay? No, to, to, to Talky Town. I know, I was just being I know, you're being a, a cheeky joke. scamp, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, when we had joke. our creepy walk around the abandoned death village that you live in, <laughs> <laughs> we had the idea, didn't we? Even though it's sort of what, uh, I guess it's a bit like the beginning bit of um, Watch Your Chops, Adam Buxton's podcast when he's walking the dog. We should record ourselves chatting Do and walking. Walk. And then, yeah. just, and then maybe release that as bonus content or as an episode, um, a sort of mental health walk and talk thing. I think there's an idea in that. So, um, who would well, like? I'd, I'd be very I'm, I'm going to ask the question. Would anyone like to hear that? I think we'll do it anyway. So, no. if it's Sorry. any, don't you vote it down? You're in it. Sorry. Sorry. This is why we can never be comedy partners. Lovers. Sorry. Yes. And husbands. And, yeah. Lovers. I try my. I try so hard for you. You know that. Yeah, you don't know. No, I don't really, do I? No. But you know what is very sweet is you do. You do check in. You really genuinely do check in. And I, um, well, thank you for noticing. And you do, I think, with me less often. Less often, definitely, because it's just. just to me, just it's like it's become a, a bit of an obligation. He's like, oh god, he's that guy that rings me, so I better ring him back. No, I do. I, I just, don't. The only times when I, if I'm not ringing you, it's because 
I'm assuming that you're in a foul mood trying to somehow turn around your failing scripts. <laughs> Sorry. No, I just no, know, you I just just know that you're under, yourself, yeah. you're, you're under you're under a lot of pressure and, and you're very busy. So after that, you'll never yeah. get rid of me, but mate. That's why I need a walk. That's why I need a walk with you. Well, Let's do have that. Have one then. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Like my Morphe's, I'm not bitter that I that you came on the show and that I managed to nash be racist about the Irish. Shall I get rid of that bit as well? I mean, do what you want. No one's listening. Oh. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. And no, keeping it is nice. You're trying to make me feel at home. Yeah. yeah What's the most fun. Irish thing that happens when you're with your family? Well, I mean, all my family are dead. So, um, you always, always ruin it. Well, it's true, isn't it? They can't all be dead. Come on. They are. They are. And, oh, Jesus, oh, it's, it's happening again. again. The leprechauns come back alive. Did you hear that? Don't worry, Mark. We'll always be here for you. When it's the Lucky when, Charms ghost. Amazing. <laughs> when I took my wife to uh, my dad's village for the first time, uh, a man, we went horse riding, and a man said to her, a man who's a friend of the family said to her, did you enjoy the horses, Jenny? That's just really Irish. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Did she enjoy not... the horses? Yeah, she loved them. Did you enjoy the horses, Jenny? Did you enjoy the horses? Horse, horse, horse. You know, I, I think I've not spent enough time. I've been to Scotland, love Scotland, been to Wales a lot. I've not spent enough time in Ireland. It looks freaking well, I'd love gorgeous. to take you there if, if, if I, I don't run say out it. I won't say any of this. Yeah. I won't, no, good. I won't, I won't, no, probably I won't not. say. No. Actually, we didn't actually deal with the fact that I have got Irish in me. My mum's maiden name is Jennings, and when I got my DNA done, plot twist, I am. Well, it must be half of my British and Irish heritage because my my granddad was Irish, so I'm twenty six percent Polish. I must be like thirty odd percent Irish. I'd like to see. The breakdown, the official breakdown for Ancestry, I can send please. you that. Do you want the password for my app? Okay, well, this has been great. I'm 2% Neanderthal. Edit point. I don't know. I'm just clapping. Got any Neanderthal in you? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Don't you want some? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Neanderthal joke. I've genuinely wow. got 2% um, or 0.2%. can't remember. Doesn't fucking matter, does it? Well, I don't know now. But I, I am, I am, I am in the lineage that goes back to Neanderthal. Do you mean lineage? That might be or why or I've or got hoiking great big knockers. What do you? I've no. I'm just eighty. No, there's no none of that. Ash, Ashkenazi Jew is another one. I think everyone's got a bit of that because of where the Marie Antoinette. Came up from Africa. There's always the one Caucasus. famous one, isn't there? So your lineage theoretically takes in, and everyone's got Genghis Khan. There's yeah, few... well, he was doing. Yeah. He was doing everyone, wasn't he? Basically. <laughs> yeah. If you, did, if you didn't, let's, if you didn't get done by Genghis, then you weren't even there in the whatever era that was, three thousand well, exactly. year ago. I'm looking. There's no Neanderthal in mine. 
So do you have it on tap? Do you, do you, have you just got your I've app got all the time? Like, here it is. I've just got. I've just opened it. Yeah. You know what the 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 most um, insulting bit of my uh, DNA um, result was? It said that the 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 fibers of your muscles genetically are consistent with elite athletes. Your muscles. <laughs> yeah. Like um, the the stuff that I'm made of is potentially the best elite athlete muscle you can get. So it, it begs the question: what have I what have I been doing to it for it to basically yeah. look like dough that's been thrown over a fence? I think you've just. I think the problem is you've just got so much of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't pump it up because I might end up just being a great big circle of meat. Like a tin of spam or something. <laughs> a, like a massive football made out of man meat. Um, or a Mattison's. And, and uh, I wouldn't be able to walk anymore. You'd have to roll tube. you'd have to roll me along. And every time it went over ah, over my face, my glasses would break. We should do a podcast where I roll you over the children's. <laughs> Listen, I I've got to go. I've got to see my children or something. I want you to go. Right. I've really enjoyed having you on, Mark. Um, doesn't matter <laughs> that. Hey, no one knows who you are or any of that. Not about that. No one knows who I am. The fact is, you, you know, if you Google Mark O'Sullivan and you go back five or six pages past all the <laughs> other better Mark O'Sullivans, you will find something about Mark and his wonderful career. Uh, no, he's a very funny man. If you've never seen Lee, or, Lee, or, I nearly called it Lee or Dean. If you've never seen <laughs> Lee and Dean, you can still watch that. I would imagine on all four. It's a Channel Four show that Mark and Miles made a couple of years ago, with a bit of a sort of documentary feel about it. Lots of lovely, funny people in it, based around two workmen with a friendship that uh, has its uh, intense and very funny moments. Um, that's that's pretty much Mark's biggest calling card at the moment until he writes his stupid drama about his idiot life. Does that sound fair? Could have, yeah, yeah, I just think you could have done all this bit without me, but no, sorry. Yeah, oh, brilliant. God, right, okay. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. It's just nice spending time with you. Absolutely feel the same, mate, and we will get that walk in and we will go deep into our souls and that will be, I guarantee, an even more depressing listen than this. Good. Love you. Marco Sullivan, you, sir, have a GSOH. Thanks for coming on the show. Bye. Cheers, pal. Bye. Bye.
Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I'm, I'm one. <laughs>